Welcome back to the show. We're still clapping, still making audio decisions. Claps. And while we're at it, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, Jeremy, what aren't we going to talk about today? A lot of stuff. Like, we're yeah, not going to talk about you, anything we can spoil. We're not going to talk. You know what? We're going to not talk about Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Because Spider-Man comes out really, really soon. We're going to not talk about fan casting. That'll be fun. Jeremy, you're looking forward to not talking about <laughs> fan casting? I'm looking forward to not talking about a whole lot of things. Yeah. And we're also not going to talk about Hawkeye because we haven't watched it yet. Even though it just came out. It came out hours ago. If you can't tell, it is, uh, what, the December 15th. But you're going to be watching this on a different day, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah, whenever we finish doing it. Yeah, all you really need to know is that we're not going to spoil anything coming up for you. We're just going to be talking about some other random stuff today. And in order to not spoil things coming up for ourselves, we didn't really get on the internet at all to look up stuff that we said we were going to talk about. That's true. We're saying we don't want to spoil you, but really we don't want to spoil ourselves by looking for new topic matter. So we're just going to revisit random ideas from our head. I almost spoiled myself and you don't want me spoiling myself on camera. That being said, music. We are back. We are back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again to Unsolicited Conjecture with Josh and Jeremy. I am Josh. That's Jeremy. Hello. Jeremy, what are we talking about today? Uh, let's start it off with our new segment piece we just decided to do today. We did. What's what, that segment piece going to be called? Uh, I think what we landed on was uh, Done Dirty. Done Dirty. Done Dirty. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid Man is introducing this. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going for the Ferris Bueller. <laughs> uh, either one works. Bow, bow. Yes. Done dirty. So in this in this little segment, uh, we're talking about characters in movies or adaptations of characters in film and TV. Sure. Uh, who were, in fact, done dirty Indeed. and uh, interpreted wrong. Yeah, that's um, exactly what he means by that. Basically, we're just going to be talking about characters we think got totally screwed over in the process of being put from whatever book or fictional show they were in before and transplanted into the movie realm. Absolutely. Now, and we're also not just talking about casting, all right? We're not just saying, like, ah, oh, this person was not the best for the role, but the character, the way the film interpreted the character, either nerfed the character or completely took away some essential parts of who they are. Um, totally one of, right. One of the most obvious, uh, I would just say right off the bat, one of the most obvious ones for me would be uh, Galactus in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Because <laughs> That's Galactus, one we've all seen. Galactus, uh, as you may or may not know, is a giant dude who lives in space and eats planets. He also wears a big purple and gold outfit, yeah, which that he's cloud got that was big, not. Yeah. And now that, you know, we have Eternals, we have Celestials. We've been seeing Celestials in the MCU for a while now, all the way back to Guardians, yeah, right? Yeah, Guardians was the first time. So we got real big dudes again. And, of course, in uh, the 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 original Fantastic... Well, not the original. Not, yeah, like Silver the, Surfer. Not the, the Roger one. Corman version. But, yeah, the uh, the Silver Surfer movie, uh, he was a big cloud. And yep, that, yep. that was lame. I think they might have had some teeth. I don't even remember. I don't know. Was there, was, there was sort of an allusion to the general, like, helmet shape at yeah. one point, but not enough. He wasn't the character that 
he was. No, for sure, for sure. He was just some, some like, a random, cl- a dark tornado of space dust. Yeah, which we've seen a billion times. I mean, there was another one of those in Green Lantern, right? Oh, yellow. yes. Wow, Green Lantern. There's which, that was Parallax. About. That's what they turned, it wasn't a Parallax? So they, they made that Parallax into a big cloud, but I think it already kind of was. But Galactus was a big guy, and he's yes. supposed to be a big guy. And now, at least, that we're we're heading into uh, the next phase of the MCU and, and a potential, you know, Fantastic Four. We know Fantastic Four is coming by, uh, what's his name? The director of the Spider-Mans. Yeah, we've heard they're making the appearance. The original cast is coming and popping in, right? Oh, sure. Well, yeah. There's lots of rumors that, that we, we still might see them in No Way Home. And now, as we record, some people have seen Spider-Man No Way Home. We That's, have not. Well, no, no, we have not. Unfortunately, but I get to see it late. We will. You see it uh, Sunday. I'm. I see it uh, Thursday. Yeah, I so, wanted to see it Thursday that opening day, but I also refused to sit all the way at the front of the screen in the Alamo. It's understandable. Yeah, I love that place, but that is just it's uh, a little uh, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We absolutely lucked out getting tickets, but beyond even that, uh, we know we have a new Fantastic Four movie coming. The new the MCU version. So while oh. yes. Okay, From everything we see in that. in Spider-Man and in uh, Doctor Strange, they're obviously going to be taking some cues from Loki, and a lot of the villains we might be seeing in those movies are variants. We might be getting variants of Doctor Strange and the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie. Uh-huh. I think there's variants are a definite possibility, and isn't that the easiest way to incorporate some of these movies that have already existed? into yeah, the MCU. Sure. Especially all the Spider-Mans in particular, the way they just keep removing yeah, that franchise. absolutely. And if we get a scene with Chris Evans as the Human Torch, first of all, that would... <laughs> there's a lot of potential for a great misdirect with they that. They should just do a whole movie. It could be like Chris Evans as the Torch and as Captain America. Didn't he play some other roles, like some small thing in... He's gonna in be early? Buzz Lightyear, isn't he? I mean, that's oh, unrelated, but... We just need a whole Chris Evans movie then, apparently. Absolutely. But... Imagine you see, you're watching the movie, you see Chris Evans show up, like, oh my god, that's Captain America, and nope. he just yells flame on, and <laughs> flies away on fire. That'd be a great misdirect for one of these movies. I fully expect to see it happen. Um, but you can introduce, like, Jessica Alba and Ian Griffod and uh, Michael Chiklis. You could bring that Fantastic Four into one of these movies as variants, and it won't actually interfere with introducing the MCU version of these characters later on. Michael they could be anything. that's a funny thing to bring up. Uh, I saw an article that was talking about how he would have made a better Kingpin, and I was like, what? No, no. <laughs> yeah, their, their whole <laughs> argument was ridiculous, but I read it anyway. Based on baldness? I, yeah, I think that's exactly what, like, he he fit the, the physical appearance better. Isn't he Kingpin. way, way shorter? I don't know how Vincent big D'Onofrio? was in the comics. I don't well, know how in that the comics, over. he's a... He's a brick wall. In yeah. the comics, he's wider than he is tall. Like that's, but that's not what people are shaped like. Yes, I mean he's literally ten feet wide as a person. So in, what you're saying is, in you the don't comics. think Michael Chiklis should be? Isn't Michael Chiklis five eight? I feel like Michael <laughs> Chiklis is short. I hey man, I'm just arguing someone else's point here. I read the article. I didn't say I agreed. Yeah, I well, I I firmly reject anyone who who he would even assume that that. The Kingpin needs to be recast from D'Onofrio because he's incredible. 
And he's like 6'4". He's a huge guy. It's he's just a funny big guy. That up. I haven't thought about him. Well, Michael Chiklis playing the Rock character oh. in so long. Oh, yeah, the thing. And when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I just read this article he's about the thing. him. <laughs> there was a rumor that came out earlier this week talking about potential, like, Fantastic Four casting. I don't rem- I didn't know who some of the... Oh, wait, who was it? It was... Uh, well, they said it was Seth Rogen as the voice of the thing. I don't believe that for a second. But one thing that I did think was interesting, uh, the 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 actor who they were saying was potential uh, future MCU Reed Richards from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Dennis. Oh, uh, oh man, that actually might be all right. Well, why am I blanking he, on his name right now? You can never see him as an intelligent person, though, after watching that show. <laughs> if you've ever seen a single episode of that show, it will be impossible to separate those two, I think. Because of the implication. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the the beauty, yeah, obviously, he's an actor, yeah. and, and it all depends on, he could definitely pull it off. He was almost, I can't think of his name, why am I blanking on his name? That's why you come to us here, because we don't remember what we're talking about. I don't uh, know if everyone's noticed, but I'm wearing a festive holiday Christmas shirt uh just for the occasion because i haven't got to wear any yet i almost bought another one yesterday star wars yoda one. Oh, was, nice uh the, the clause is with me or something it was hilarious <laughs> looking it was like yoda tearing up someone's brick chimney with a lightsaber trying to get down it nice yeah that sounds like something you'd do but then he's, i decided to be cheap and not buy he's that. precocious he's a rascal <laughs> uh glenn howerton okay the actor i'm so glad you remembered that off the top of your head i know you didn't have to look great? it up or anything i'm i'm really good You're like smart. that smart but anyway he was a finalist for star lord before it went to uh chris pratt chris pratt <laughs> the one we do not speak of. yes he who will not be named chris pratt uh yeah to be fair, though, I think he was a good choice for Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the fine. First one. He's Glenn Howerton could be a good Star-Lord as well. Yeah, he's goofy. I could see it. Yeah, I could um, see him as Star-Lord over Reed Richards. We do. The, there is something to the character of Dennis, though, like you mentioned. There's there's an underlying, like, psychopathy yes. with, the, with that character that, like, when you really see that I am a golden god kind of stuff breaking through, it's pretty scary. And you <laughs> and that is not Reed Richards, but... If you could keep that in check, uh, that would be uh, that would be pretty fascinating. So I guess they're just wiping the last Fantastic Four from the record as though it never happened. You mean Fant Four Stick? Uh, whatever it was called, it was. It was called Fant Four Stick. <laughs> That's what I call it, because the four was where the A goes, the second A. Uh- <laughs> so it said Fant Four Stick. I see where you're going with that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean then obviously they're wiping it because it's not even Fantastic Four. Yes, they have to wipe that. So that's, you're referring, of course, to the Josh Trank Fantastic Four reboot, which was bad in pretty much every way. Yep. Um, I don't think Josh, it was necessarily Josh Trank's fault entirely, and it's not just because he's also named Josh. Uh, But there was a lot of studio interference with that one, you watch the first 45 minutes of that, and you're like, oh, this guy's a really big Fantastic Four fan. And then at a certain point, the story just, like, nosedives Yeah, it's like they cliff. didn't care about the story at all. They're it's like, what the... are we going to do? I don't know. Let's just send him to another planet and open a wormhole or well, something. Well, and the way they did Doctor Doom, the way that they, they made yeah. Victor look, it was terrible. They had the, uh, the what, uh, Sue Storm and uh, Johnny Storm's dad who was just obsessed with kid scientists the entire movie. Uh-huh. He spends the in- entire movie advocating about why kid science is important and somehow better than adult science. <laughs> like, no, you have to believe in these kids. It's all about kid science. He dies 
talking about kid scientists and protecting the vision of kid science. I do like um, the guy they picked to play the Things character. The he was fine. Re- I can never. Remember I have his no name idea what life. his name is. I think he's a good. Everything I've seen him in, I think he's done really well as an actor. Yeah, I I had no is. problem with it. But the <laughs> okay, so uh, Ben Grimm in that movie comes from you know a poor family who runs the junkyard as the poor family does in town. Um, he got the shit end of the stick in literally every single moment of that movie. Yep. He he is treated <laughs> like shit. He's sort of forgotten and left behind by Reed. And then Reed calls him and, and takes him to another planet where of course he gets the worst of all of the superpowers. Uh-huh. And then he, they say he's in constant pain all the time and just removing. And then he's exploited by the government and forced to do black ops missions. And through this entire movie, when Reed just fucks off to South America, <laughs> he's running black ops missions. And somehow at the end of this whole, this whole story where Ben Grimm just gets nothing but shit on the whole time. He's standing at the end of the movie and says, you know, this whole thing has just been fantastic. And Reed goes, wait. What did you say? <laughs> and I just, ah! I was screaming. It's the worst. Oh my God. You it's mean you worst. didn't thoroughly enjoy that punny humor at the end? Why would he of all people think it's fantastic? He's been, you know what guys out of this whole time has really fucking sucked. That is the only thing he should have said. I should have never fucking went I to wish space. I was never friends with you. You've destroyed my life. And any uh, potential that my life once held. I was better off when I was poor and working in the junkyard. That's true, because to be fair, if you own a junkyard, you're probably not poor. Yeah, you're probably fine. And yeah. look at all the fun stuff. I mean, you own a business, make, right? Make science out of. And you can garage. crush things. I yeah. assume they do that at junkyard. That sounds fun. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, Fan 4 Stick. No, just no. <laughs> That's a great name. Oh, it's so it's so bad. So, but you know what? But if we could get some Jessica Alba and some Ian Griffod and yeah, you know yeah. get those guys back, have them pop in for a second for a cameo. You I know? agree. No, I'm all about. I'm that. all about seeing those guys, and yeah. I think it's a fun way that you could do cool stuff in these upcoming movies without necessarily having to jump straight into casting. Same thing, like you mentioned, like there's some rumors that maybe we'll see a Professor X or like a, a Wolverine in either. Spider-Man or Doctor Strange, one uh-huh. of these upcoming things. We know all the reshoots for Doctor Strange were basically just to pack it even more with more cameos from people who weren't available to shoot during pr- principal photography. So <laughs> we have no idea what we're going to end up getting with that movie. It could be all over the place. Who knows what's coming? There's so many, too, series like linking in. Oh, It's just a lot. Marvel, yeah, Marvel's all over the place right now, and there's and it's great. It's all great. Um but yeah, from what we have coming up, we'll, and we'll talk about we'll talk about what we have coming up here uh, in just a minute. But uh, Jeremy, while we're still uh, technically in <laughs> the done dirty segment, <laughs> uh, was there any anybody you came up with who you feel was truly done dirty? Oh man, there's so many over time. But since you mentioned it earlier, I'm obviously going to pick Gambit in the X Men movies. What they did yeah. to him was just atrocious. They turned this scruff McGruff incredibly awesome character who was just the epitome of grungy fucking quarter juice if you want to call it the stuff that lives in the quarter on the ground and the party sauce as we like to call it like that is what (laughs) gambit is to his core and the character 
this baby faced jolly kind of like happy go lucky like what they did was just just on appearance alone they should be nixed because he was so like i don't he looked more like clockwork orange than gambit in my opinion yeah so this is of course uh x-men origins wolverine yes of course which he was only in for like two minutes yeah he's only in it for but i mean yeah I would definitely agree that that was not the Gambit that most people know and love, which is the Gambit from the cartoon. Yeah. I mean, at least people exactly. our age, the, the 1990s cartoon really reinforced. Cartoon the, in the game. The game was my jam. There were, yeah, a few of I those. I loved that first video game. I think it was on NES or Super Nintendo, maybe. Yeah. Man, I played that game all the time. Nightcrawler was my favorite, though, for that Nightcrawler game. was But good, that is too. a good introduction. Like, like you said, the cartoon, Gambit, exactly, portrays his character so well. Even though the cartoon, he was still a little more jolly than he ever was in the comics. Sure. Well, the thing I always liked about Gambit was that he was, like, a thief. And they made him, like, a gambler. But I, my biggest problem with that Gambit was the, his age. Because the movie takes place in, like, 1979, right before, isn't it, the the, uh, the, the nuclear meltdown at uh, Three Mile Island? Oh, that's yeah. what the that's what the final set piece is, uh-huh. which happened in seventy nine. So if Gambit is thirty in nineteen seventy nine, and then we meet Rogue, who's still a baby. They really messed who's up with the eight, Rogue thing. Sixteen, like twenty years later. That's because I think when they started all these movies, you know, they really weren't trying to think so much about how things would be integrating later. No, no. They were just hoping that this would work and make some money. That's been the Fox model yeah. since the beginning. Well, Marvel just... was kind of dying right before that anyway. You know, once the movies took off, really saved Marvel as a company. Well, in the superhero movies, you know, starting yeah. with, you know, X-Men and Spider-Man, those ones, those were really some of the first that kicked off the wave that we're still riding at this point, which has become... Uh, <laughs> pretty much all that's at yeah. the box office it's, uh, yeah. it's more than just a wave at that's this point true. it's like a type so go to your local hardware store and pick up your wolverine hammer today so there you go those are uh those are a couple that we think were done dirty characters not given their due we're hoping Indeed. to see a new galactus it's almost a, a given we're we, hope- oh man we better be getting a new x-men if they do if they reboot x-men i will be in so the happy. mcu and they go to the original five again I'm going to fucking be angry at them. You know that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep think redoing will. it until they get that aspect right and then move on. I think I, I, my, the, my gut feeling is that the MCU is going to start off with a, a version of the 1980s, like Chris Claremont lineup. So we'll get Wolverine, Rogue and Gambit. Nightcrawler, Colossus. Nightcrawler's my Give jam. me that team. Yeah. Give, we can still still deal with, you know, Jean Grey and, and, Later uh, becoming and Cyclops. Yeah. But give us the core team from the cartoon show, the ones that so are canon to so many people. Like, yes. Because when you're a kid, obviously, you, not everybody started. Especially now, you have access to, like, you can get the apps and you can read any comic that there ever was. Yep. You know? Back in the day, I read some x-men comics in the 80s and 90s but what you had access to and what you could get like you couldn't be as thorough as you can today you know the things that you could know the things you could really see were the cartoons instead of those on tv you know so that really became sort of like ground level like the base from which all my x-men knowledge built upon oh yeah Um, and i'm hoping definitely i want to see wolverine in the orange and brown 
suit, you know? Uh-huh. I want to see Samurai Wolverine, honestly. That's what I want to go for. That would be fun, too. We got a little bit of that in the in the Wolverine. Yeah, that was kind of... The they, Wolverine. Yeah, they, they kind of put a little bit of it in there. But, you know, I want to see the, the full-blown... That's what I think. When I think of Wolverine, which is funny, that's what I think of. Oh, X-Men yeah. was my jam back in the day. I actually, inside, still have... I have a full set of 95 to 96 and 96 to 97 x-men fleer collectible cards oh nice there's like old school binders with the card slots is that in those... it. there's like 500 of them in there each I, I think i had the 1995 ones like the summer the so like the beach cards you remember oh they those? have some of those with uh-huh. wolverine with the yep. hot dogs on That's his claws a, they've got and... like four different versions of everybody they've got collection sets at the end yeah. i was looking at it the other day i was like i wonder if this is actually worth anything hey i collected this when i was a kid that's been in my closet for 20 years i bet it is <laughs> I, I better sell it now while Marvel's hot before they fall off again, right? <laughs> yeah. But hey, that was done dirty. That's it. Done that, dirty. That was the segment. Do you have any characters that you feel were done dirty? Why don't you uh, write into the show at unsolicitedconjecture at gmail.com or UC with J&J on Twitter. I don't remember exactly what our Twitter handle is. I just made it and I haven't put a picture on it or done anything with it yet but maybe we'll put it up on the screen because that way by the time we're editing this we'll know yeah or if you find it just comment below on what it is and remind yeah. us we need but to know let us know let us know what you want to see let, yeah, us, let know us know what you're thinking who do you think has been done dirty done dirty and you know what Jeremy what's that Josh we'll be right back And hey, look at this. We're back. Magic. How about that? Movie magic. Jeremy, what's up next on the docket? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about things that are going to be coming out soon. And since we don't want to be talking about too many spoilers, let's just start with Moon Knight, since neither of us really know a whole lot about it. Moon Knight, yes. We're avoiding talking about Spider-Man, because I'm going to see it in less than 24 hours, and I'm freaking out a little bit. He's going to cry. And we haven't watched episode five of Hawkeye yet. So we definitely don't want to talk about and that. I'm very excited about that, too, because I think I know what's going to happen. I'm waiting to meet Uncle. I know. the la- Man, to be fair, the last episode of Spider... Listen to me, Spider-Man. Spider-Hawk. <laughs> the last episode of Hawk Hawkeye. Man. As soon as I saw um, the Russian-style all-blacked outfit with the multiple red dots, I was like, oh, I know exactly who this is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, Moon Knight that was and good. Isaac Oz- 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 Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Oscars. Oscars Isaac. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. He's in everything now. All he of a is. Oscar Isaac is, yeah. He's he's your your Poe Dameron's and, and he he's was playing uh, everything, man. Did you watch us uh, what I think it was called Secrets of a Marriage on HBO? I didn't see that one, but I did see Dude. Ex Machina. Ex Machina was good. Oh man, that's way that. back in the day. That was yeah. a great movie. Yeah. I forgot that he was even in that, honestly. But yeah, a Secrets of a he plays a Jewish guy in Secrets of America. Mm. secrets of a marriage secrets of america american marriage <laughs> yeah no i haven't seen that one he's, um, he's very very good in it but he's he's, he's a, a great actor. actor he is he seems to know what he's doing he's he's got obviously a great look we just saw him in dune he was great in yep. dune uh-huh uh i mean what can you say about dune other than it was made they love yeah it was good sure i loved it, it i did I, I enjoyed it uh, I was never a big Dune head to begin with. I, wasn't I didn't care e- yeah. about any of that. I wasn't the, the cinematography of the movie was great. Some of the choices they made, I didn't necessarily like. But you could pick that apart with any movie, right? I sat and watched it, and then it was over. 
And I was like, wow. I sat and watched sure it. Was and Dune. I didn't even realize until I watched it that it wasn't going to be the whole movie. So it ended and I was like, what? yeah, it's half of the half of the story of yeah. the first book. And you see, I, I have no problem with Dune. I have no desire to go to war with Dune yeah. <laughs> as a concept or as as a as a, a, a intellectual property. It's fine. Um, there's a lot of people. The thing that bugs me is all the times you keep hearing like, "Oh, Dune is Star Wars for grownups," and when you start hearing stuff like that, and then it's like, "Star Wars is Star Wars for grownups." Yeah. Dune has some neat stuff in it, but it's also a whole lot less relatable in almost every sense <laughs> than Star Wars. Because where you would have your your Luke Skywalker, you know, fighting with his laser sword and stuff and, and using magical powers as, you know, once he's an orphaned, essentially. Um, Dune, you have, you know, it's a... Paul Atreides is sort of like a, a, a magic magical one percenter who has literally everything and then was also what grown to have superpowers and then uh, he spends pretty much the whole movie uh hanging out in the desert doing drugs and drinking piss with his mom uh yeah that's a that's a that's a good estimation of it i think maybe his that is his what's character happening. was very flawed yeah well the character is flawed and i love the fact that you know i i don't even have a problem with the story i don't have a problem with the book I don't like when people start telling me that something is better than something else because you're going to make me not like that thing. So That's you kind of how telling it works me, for everything, though. Yeah, and when the movie is about wearing clothes that absorb all your sweat and your piss so you can drink it again. That makes you mad? No, but you don't get to say that's better than Star Wars. Well, I mean... To be fair, that's how the original movie worked also. Like, that's not a no, new concept yeah. for the movie. Sure, no, it's straight out of Dune. Yeah. Piss drinking is straight out of the books. Uh-huh. Or Survivor Man, or Naked and Afraid too. Yeah, I see lots that a lot. of lots of lots of drinking lots piss. Of people like to do doing drugs and drinking piss. <laughs> yeah, so. spice spice would be interesting. But we got really derailed here because we started, <laughs> we started talking about uh, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I know, and how well versed of an actor it is. But let's talk about Moon Knight since it's a new series that's coming up. It's probably going to be the next thing that comes on Disney Plus after Boba Fett. If I had to oh, guess. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that too. So okay, so, so we know Boba's coming soon, soon, and like right after actually, right? Doesn't it start airing the week after we have Hawkeye ends? Tonight's episode of Hawkeye today. And one left. One left, and then Boba Fett starts the next week. Yeah, that's what I thought. And it's seven episodes. Man, what's up with the weird number of episodes? It's gonna be seven. I mean, honestly, I love it because what it means is they are using the number of episodes necessary to tell the story, as yeah. opposed to sticking to Ten. a framework. Yeah. If ever, all most of obviously WandaVision started as nine episodes, but those were uh -huh. half hour long episodes then all the other marvel shows have been six episodes it, this if it's seven it just means they had more story i think that's how i would interpret it i'm very happy about that but yeah uh moon knight moon knight is coming really soon and moon knight's a fun a fun kind of character too because well like we were talking about on the last episode we're getting back to this small scale street level superheroes in the mcu i do like that but i think maybe calling moon knight a fun character maybe <laughs> a harsh misrepresentation well fun <laughs> fun is relative uh, obviously i know but i do i do agree i like the way they're bringing it back down they're they're kind of they're they're making the mcu a little bit more dark more like the daredevil series was that's how it looks like moon knight is going to be kind of portrayed after i mean he's a very dark character 
Punisher, Batman, crazy, crazy, yeah, guy. crazy man, uh, multiple personalities. All of those personalities kind of run everything. Uh, it's it's interesting. I know they rebooted the character in the comics. I guess like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. When they rebooted the comics, they gave him a third, per- well, I guess a fourth personality. Because if you consider the Moon Knight its own personality, that takes yeah, over. he now has four when he originally had three. But that's, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Who knows what they'll actually do with the character? It's gonna be fun. I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, I was not that excited about Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. Yep. But I was not that excited about this series until I started watching it. And it's really, really hooked me in in a way I was not expecting. I was kind of like, I felt before this, honestly, I felt a little burnt out by Hawkeye. Well, by Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I I don't know why. But once again, just like you, like this, this series has surprised me. This is a different side. It's a different side of Hawkeye we're seeing. It's a much more like, you know, well-developed uh take on the character or we're just getting more of the character at least and seeing him you know begrudgingly work with other people and, yeah he's and less of a sidekick than every other movie yeah you see how much he, he's uh, he's really committed to the job too like i don't know i've really been enjoying this and i think you know with moon knight coming out and then not too long after that is what she hulk is coming soon uh, yeah, I saw that little teaser, but I don't know much about it other than the teaser. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think it's Tatiana Maslany, I believe, who they cast as She-Hulk, uh, who was uh, the girl from Orphan Black. Okay, which I never watched. I did watch Doctor Who. I watched a lot of that, and I know other people who also watched <laughs> Doctor Who who talked about Orphan Black. So I think it's is it a BBC show? Something like me. that. Um, but. She's a great actress, from what I hear. So I'm looking forward to see. I've how... heard she can act very well. Well, I think she plays like 20 different versions of herself in that Orphan Black show. She okay. plays like 20 versions of the same person, or she's clones of herself or something. Uh, but uh, whatever, write in and let us know what Orphan Black is about. We're not going to check uh, it out. <laughs> I'll get there. Yeah, maybe eventually. I don't know. But yeah, so lots of, lots of fun stuff coming on the Disney the Disney side. But also, as we avoid Spider-Man and uh, Daredevil slash Hawkeye rumors and stuff, just take a look at what 2022 is going to look like in the theaters, all right? We're obviously, Spider-Man is breaking a lot of records, at least pandemic records, as far as, you know, attendance. I think this is going to be the movie that really solidifies hey we're back in the theaters as long as i don't know some kind of omicron virus doesn't come along and and (laughs) kill a bunch of people we'll find out what happens with that next week maybe or whenever we find out what's happening we may never find out we may never it seems that's the real case but with spider-man bringing everybody back into the theaters uh there's a lot of stuff coming to the theaters in 2022 and it's gonna be ridiculous morbius january 28th i'm excited about that they've been Hyping that up for a long Obviously time. Obviously part of the Sony Spider-Verse, and this is another movie that was delayed, so like at least a year, I This believe. is another person that we saw on the red carpet for Spider-Man He was on the red also. carpet, yeah, so he uh-huh. might, Morbius. So Morbius may pop up in it also. And it would make sense for what they're trying to do going forward with the Spider-Man universe over at Sony. Morbius, another so, movie coming out soon that really has this kind of dark feeling about it. Yeah, he's a living vampire. That's, yeah. that's what, yeah. So, and we got, you know, a... Uh, a blade teaser 
at the end of Eternals. Yeah, I heard. So I heard that Blade was coming back. We're starting starting down the road towards some. I'm not some happy Midnight about Blade Suns. coming back. Honestly, I don't. I don't want anything to destroy Wesley Snipes in oh, my mind. Well, as we know, this is just another variant. Uh, of, I know, of but Blade. it's just. It, ma- and, it makes me sad. You know, there's some things from your childhood that shouldn't be touched. Hey, well, <laughs> and Wesley and also, Snipes as Blade and evading taxes is one of those things. <laughs> well, Blade is, of course, the first true superhero movie. Oh, the I thought you were going to say he was the first true movie. tax evader, but. <laughs> well, he may have been that too. <laughs> yeah, he really but, was it really the first adaptation? Yeah, it was before. I mean, it was the first big one that really set off the the chain of events that led to this reality where there's 37 of them coming out a year. Yeah, that's um, funny because but I, right before, I didn't realize Blade was a superhero until after I'd seen Yeah, he was them. Marvel Comics. Yeah. I didn't either. I didn't know that until long after I'd seen the movies. Yeah. You know, you think, oh, this is a vampire movie, not it's a, a superhero movie. For real. But, Really is. He was uh he was right there before yeah, X-Men or the Spider-Man. He's a superhero. Or... Yeah, it's good stuff. So Morbius, January twenty eighth. We're getting Jared Leto um as a half as a vampire guy. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I like Jared Leto. I didn't like him as the Joker very much, but yeah, I liked him in yeah. most of the roles he plays. He, yeah, I didn't see House of Gucci yet, but I've seen pictures of him in that, and it looks ridiculous. I have not and seen I that either. I don't think I could take it seriously. I've only seen the poster for House of Tucci. And oh, I'd a much better movie. <laughs> uh, March 4th, 2022, The Batman. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've That's going to be a big also. one. That's the the Batman, the Robert Pat. Originally, Pattinson. I was very upset about that choice, but I've seen some footage, and I'm not going to say it. Lo- it doesn't look horrible. No, I think he's going to be great. It's, it's got to be better than Ben Affleck, right? Yeah, and honestly, I didn't think Ben Affleck was that bad. Ben Affleck reminded me of like the Bruce Wayne from Batman the Animated Series, especially in the Snyder Cut. He really I thought oh, yeah, a lot more Snyder, had that tone. I agree. The Snyder Cut. Well, you know, it always it was brings. It was better. Yeah. It was it better. It was know. longer. It was twice as long. Definitely. It was longer. So it, it got a lot more character development. So maybe that's I why. I didn't mind him. I thought he had a good look for Batman. And yeah. honestly, like, I would like to see Ben Affleck doing the detective Batman thing. I thought that would have been fun. Um, this movie is supposed to lean more in that detective kind of, uh, it's going to be more of a dark a mystery whodunit kind of situation. Uh-huh. There's lots of, lots of rumors flying around. There's a lot of villains in this one. It's going to be a whole big thing. Um, but new Batman, we got a new Batman coming out in That's March, exciting. Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness, May 6th, coming right off the heels of Spider-Man, no way home. We know we got multiverse problems. Oh yeah, exactly. So it's just going to continue over. So that tells you right there that they're not going to solve the problem in. No, this. I don't think so. I mean, I would not be surprised to find, you know, Dr. Strange, like pulled into a portal kind of situation and maybe disappearing even at the end of this movie. Yeah. I mean, there's any number of ways it could go. Something like that is not outside the realm of possibility. So we know there's a lot of fun stuff. We've talked about Doctor Strange a little bit and what what may or may not be coming up in that movie. Maybe some Professor X, uh, you know, maybe leaning towards like the Illuminati, the Marvel Illuminati. Um, There's some fun stuff we could be getting in there. Uh, But then July 8th, Thor, Love and Thunder. Well, you already know that's going to be great. It's going to be great. We got Taika Waititi directing again. And, uh, I don't know if you saw recently there was a poster that leaked for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh-huh. And it's this. Is it the one that of, has them all kind of like piled up in the yeah, center? Yeah, sort of, it's sort of irregular, an irregular pile. It's a weird looking poster. Um, and then Taika Waititi came out and said, oh, 
No, unfortunately, it's fake, but it's bad enough that I wish I had come up with it. <laughs> so that came out. And then today, I'm reading, uh, it was confirmed that, I guess, the poster actually is real. <laughs> and he did come up with it, but it was, like, sort of a misdirect. So, I don't know. We'll find out, but it seems like that poster actually is real. He's trying to play it's us. something maybe he didn't approve yet, but I think it's, uh, I think it actually is going to be one of the posters. So... I'm down for anything Taika Waititi wants to do. Another fun Thor, especially when we're looking like we're going to get the Thor core. Yeah. Will we get all these Spider-Men in this movie? Give me a bunch of Thors. Can we get Frog Thor? Yeah, I saw Natalie Portman's back in it. She's going to be a uh -huh. Thor. We maybe get a Beta Ray Bill. Because in the comics, Thor had the Thor core. And this Thor, building the Thor core, would be really fun. Uh -huh. Chris Hemsworth in that, doing that. So I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, next, July 29th, a couple weeks later, Black Adam. So that's going to be yes, our Shazam. Another thing I haven't seen any footage of, but I did see the one they they put out the poster or I guess the the teaser image. Yeah. Of Dwayne all in his outfit. Yeah, he's rocking it up. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I guess evil Shazam coming soon. Is he evil? Wasn't he? I don't. I don't I mean, really fights, remember. Honestly, I thought he was. I mean, he's kind of an antihero. I think a new Shazam's best. coming out next year too. If I'm there's not another Shazam coming at uh -huh. some point. But I yeah. actually liked the first one. I thought. It I was thought it was great. great. Yeah, it was fun. It was a. It was a toss up. It was so different for DC. Also, there's been a couple. Well, because they finally started making movies fun, like Wonder Woman, Shazam, and uh, Aquaman were all really fun movies. Yeah. I really, especially Aquaman, I really enjoyed how, how they did I love Aquaman. the first Wonder Woman. The second Wonder Woman, I feel like, just has so many issues. So the second one was just, it was such a hacky premise to start with. Like, yeah. I don't, the concept of wishes is just such a general kind of thing in, in a, our superhero landscape, which is generally a lot more, like, grounded. Yeah. You know, so that's a very, like, Silver Age comics kind of storyline for wonder woman and it makes sense uh but yeah it's a little it felt a little goofy and yeah. you had to suspend a little bit more disbelief to go along with just wishing being the the sort of driving factor of the whole yeah the whole thing well what drove me the most nuts about it honestly <laughs> when you think back at it it's like i loved in the first movie the way they approached her invisible jet you know they mm -hmm. he takes off they're in the jet and in the second movie they just kind of replaced that with her just flying through clouds somehow with hey, her she lasso. She could always kind of do that. Yeah, she had the invisible jet, man. She is that wonderful. Like, why didn't they just bring that? They had already created the invisible jet in the previous movie. Yeah. It isn't like they had to, like, create this from whole, how do we fit this in? It's like, you had already done it. Just continue with what you're already <sighs> doing. You don't need to lasso clouds to fly around halfway across the world. Just jump in your invisible jet. Do it, man. <sighs> I generally like Kristen Wiig, too. Oh, this I do. An interesting, I don't know. That movie was also obviously heavily affected by the pandemic. So I kind of give him a pass a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what it would have necessarily looked like had they been able to do it. I still enjoyed watching it, honestly. Like, honestly. It wasn't the best movie. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but it, it was good. it came out at a time when we needed something new yeah. to watch, and we could just watch it. So that I was happy about yeah, that. Yeah, who doesn't want to watch Gal Gadot being a total badass? Absolutely. Man, she's good at it. So, Black Adam, July 29th, then October 7th, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, part the one. That's the uh, animated, right? The follow-up to, uh, yeah. Into the, the Spider-Verse. In, into the Spider-Verse. And now we got the Beatles spin on it, Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that one. We know we get Spider-Man 2099 coming in that one we, from the, the trailer. Then, November 4th. 
The Flash. The Flash. Yeah, this this has been a plagued movie from day one. Which and of course Marvel always gets the drop on DC, so they're opening up their multiverse with a bunch of flashes, exactly. Uh, almost a year after <laughs> Marvel got to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I've seen a whole bunch of Ezra Miller's talking to himself. Yeah. So far uh-huh. in the trailer and some teases that we're going to get, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman. I'm all for Michael Keaton, Batman. Yep. They um, keep saying this. We'll see, but this is another retelling of the flashpoint paradox, which we've seen in the TV show. Uh, and they did pretty well I wish they in the TV show. Barry Allen. The TV show Barry Allen. I like the TV. Good. Yeah, Grant Gustin. I, mean, I like Ezra Miller, but I mean, he just did so well in the role. But and... if you're going to do this and you're going to have a bunch of flashes talking to themselves and hanging out with each other, make Grant Gustin one of the flashes. Yeah. It's, it's a multiverse. They, this is they the, haven't the figured out how the multiverse works yet. They just know they want to introduce no, it. No, this is the kind of thing. This is why Marvel always does it better. Because <laughs> we're getting, like, if we get all the Spider-Men showing up in No Way Home, and we're going to maybe get, you know, a, a Patrick Stewart cameo or, you know, these other cameos from the existing movies, just as fan service and as a tease for what's going to be coming later on down the road, like, that's all great. That's all fun. That's fun stuff. Like, we want that. I don't know that we just necessarily need to see a bunch of Ezra Miller talking to himself. Grant Gustin should be one of the flashes. If there's going to be multiple flashes from different universes, he's too good at the job. And honestly, I was bummed when they recast him. <laughs> I was, I was also, I think we talked about that. Yeah, before I think we, we did had this podcast. He did. But anyway, the flash. So the DC multiverse opening up, getting a bunch of flashes, maybe getting back to uh, the Tim Burton universe. Batman Man, universe. You know what we should talk about that's about to release in like days and that is The Witcher season 2. Witcher season 2. Yeah. Oh man, we're Witcher talking about all two? this Marvel DC. We forget about Netflix. Well, yeah. Well, two more movies. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, November 11th. Yeah, we don't know what's going on with that. Veterans Day, right? Uh yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Um I do, yeah, I, there's been rumors about Namor, there's been rumors about, you know, Atlantis in general and but who's gonna? Who's the Black Panther? Like I don't know. We're gonna have to see how some of this goes. There's been Killmonger rumors. There's been stuff about you know it getting passed down to Shuri. I like what was the name Mbaku, the the big like gorilla dude. Uh huh. I liked him. That he would be fun. nice. Yeah, they're gonna have to relate it back to the original comics where you know the the Black Panther power is more related to the goddess and less about the plant that they embody. Well, I think yeah, all the plants are gone now. Anyway, yeah, they right? burned up so, all the yeah. plants, so it's impossible to get those. So they're gonna have to address like. How do we create a new one since we've already burnt off all those? Yeah. So they're just going to have to go back to the original theory from the actual comic books. Yeah. Uh, and last, December 16th, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, that's coming out. I personally have zero thoughts about that. I but... have no thoughts about it. I like the first Aquaman. I like the the seven seas. I especially like the trench and like the Lovecraftian kind of deep ones mm-hmm. in that whole that whole section. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed that movie. I really like the King no idea scene what they're gonna where do he gets next. the trident. That was a good scene. Yeah. It was, uh, and we get Patrick Wilson wearing a sea urchin on his face. <laughs> well, what else could you want? And Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe, As yeah. not the Green Goblin. Yeah, as the good guy. Yeah. That's what? weird. I know. So well, yeah, lots of stuff coming up. Um, but also, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're going to be inundated with stuff to talk about all through 2022. That's it seems true. Like. That's a good thing, though. 
And that's why we're finishing up 2021 by talking about almost nothing. Fortunately for you all, you get to see a whole lot more of us talking about random things. Yes, fortunately. And luckily, there'll be a whole lot of things, so we won't have to talk about the same thing over and over. Yeah, but we will. Welcome back to the show, everyone. As you can tell, the studio has gotten cold, so I'm in a jacket now. And I've been wearing this the whole time. All right, let's talk about the Matrix. Matrix! Matrix uh, four. The Matrix resuscitations. The, the Matrix Matrix? The Matrix... Uh, Resurrections? I don't know what it's called. Re- re- Afterlife? Reverb Nation. Endgame. The Matrix <laughs> Matrix Endgame. Endgame. I think that's, that's what it definitely it. is. Yeah. Yeah, so we can talk about the Matrix. It looks, uh, it looks, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised, you know, usually I'm the type of person that there's very few movies that come out as part of a series much later that I enjoy. You know, I think we've talked about this before on the show. It just doesn't have that same capture, but it looks like it's going to be pretty good. The It's hard to tell from the trailers where it's actually yeah. going to go. Well, it was hard to tell where some of the, the last two Matrixes were going to go from the trailers, too. Um, yeah, the, the plot line is very convoluted. You have to really yeah. watch it a lot of times and know what's going on to actually catch everything. It's a very involved storyline, I think. And the Matrix is obviously groundbreaking in a lot of ways. It was groundbreaking technologically. Oh, for sure. A, they invented bullet time. Yeah, it had a fun kind of meta-narrative. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with doing another Matrix movie. I hadn't, like... I don't know many people have been, like, clamoring Yeah, we weren't one. requesting it. We weren't yeah. like, when is this coming out? Back, I meant... I meant matrix one everyone wanted more matrix by matrix three everyone was like i think we've had a lot of matrix thank you yes check check, please well it's almost like they didn't really know where the story was going at that point so hopefully with all this time passing they've got a good idea about where to take it next yeah and we'll definitely we're we're gonna plan on doing an episode about matrix stuff right oh for sure we're gonna do like a total deep dive into the matrix going back to like its lore the matrix comics everything that brought the Matrix movie to be, yeah. basically. And I will watch the movies again. Uh, I, don't think I've seen, point. I don't think I've seen two and three since they came out. Uh, I've fallen asleep to them a lot. Yeah. That's and what I do. I don't know. There's also, there's the Matrix. It's, it, it, it has spawned such a, like, I don't know. You, you see what in the early 2000s felt so like novel and yeah exactly and they they it, also invented being red pilled yeah and <laughs> and edge lords they invented so many bad things also i don't even think we can say they invented them what? but those edge lords definitely adopted uh the matrix in a lot of ways just a lot of the worst parts of human civilization the can... things the movies was warning us against people were like that's cool we should yeah. keep that yeah <laughs> so the matrix uh matrix is coming we got more matrix coming i'm all about some keanu oh we love keanu, we love I keanu. Think it, the, from what i get from the trailer it kind of looks like they're gonna turn keanu from the one into making neo and trinity this the one couple yeah uh, i've seen a bunch of different trailers broken out and i keep noticing one trend through all the trailers and it seems that like they keep reshowing these scenes of trinity going through the same experiences that neo did in like the first movie Mm -hmm. so maybe it kind of seems like they're going that but there was also this chinese trailer that broke out that showed trinity and her face melts into code 
uh, which you haven't seen in any of the American trailers yet. Hmm. So I don't know how that breaks into everything also. I don't know. And technically, I... isn't Neo supposed to be dead? There's lots of questions yeah. about how this movie is happening and what's happening and where are they? And I, it was my understanding, and obviously it's been you know, at least 15 years since I saw, like, a couple of these movies. But I, it was my understanding that, like, the Earth couldn't, like, support waking up all of the people. Like, it, it, the you know, biomass-wise, if we're talking about, you know, like, carrying capacity from the planet, like, it seemed like everything was bombed out and destroyed enough that, I don't know, they're talking about the Matrix, so they're clearly not in the Matrix, but it seems like they're in a different, like, newer, updated version of the Matrix or something. In this new movie? Yeah, in the new, at least that's where, I, the, the vibes that I've been getting. It's I, definitely it's, a new, updated Matrix, for it's real. It's a Matrix, yeah, and they're talking about going back to the Matrix. Or at least that's what, uh, King George, isn't that King George from Hamilton? It is King George, yeah. actually. He's the new Smith. Uh, he's, yeah, and he's also, uh... Well, he was on, what's it called? Mindhunter. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's like Agent Smith in yeah, the yeah. Matrix. He, he's so, yeah. taking over that role. It's It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, like, well, excited. I mean, they've they've already mentioned uh, throughout the Matrix movies that this is like the 27th iteration or 26th or something like that. Matrix heads out there. Don't kill me on that number. Yeah. There is a firm number. All of you number. Matrix heads that definitely exist. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm sure there's Matrix <laughs> While researching heads. this upcoming episode, I have learned a lot. I just, I lived through the early 2000s, which was all so informed by the Matrix. And so much of it feels so cringy now. Whenever I hear anyone say, what if I told you? I immediately <laughs> stop listening, you know? Like, it's hard. I don't know. There's certain things like that that, like, I, it's hard to tell. Like, is it the movie's fault? Or is it what, you know, the bad people that came later did with the movie? How they adopted it? Or is it, you know, is it just the internalized shame of, of our our collective uh teens and <laughs> young adult it's years probably a combination of all those things and more as i will tell you i did have a black trench coat and not in the like school shooting way but definitely in the in the matrix the matrix sense of the term i Are also we... had a big black trench oh, coat yeah. but that's that just was... because i stole it from my dad because i thought it was cool oh yeah that was well yeah it was so that was so revolutionary man we used to live the matrix uh soundtrack we used to use for like my my high school like basketball warm up music uh -huh. and everything it was just every it was pervasive in the culture back then yeah so i doubt it'll be that pervasive again though probably not it's a tough landscape to break into i'm sure the matrix could you know make a dent we'll see we'll see how it goes but definitely uh it'll be it'll be interesting i th i think it's going to be good i think what they're actually going to do from from everything i can tell online it really seems like they're going to dumb down the Matrix. And traditionally speaking, that would probably be a bad thing in most yeah. genres. But the Matrix is so, like, knowledge-intensive and convoluted with that knowledge that yeah. unless you are a true, absolute fan, there's no way you're going to get 90% of the stuff they even talk about. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely one of the headier... I don't know. We'll see. We'll That's see where they, they lost a lot it. of people with two and three. And it's why so many people don't watch two and three again, yeah. but you can rewatch one a hundred thousand times and still have scenes that you love. But two and three, you're just kind of like, eh, I guess you can put that on. And it's because yeah. they, they, they started going too hardcore on this 
theoretical knowledge. Well, like the Zion stuff, I just didn't like. I don't know. I didn't like what Zion looked like. The weird music they were listening to, and like the way they dressed. Yeah, it was like big orgy party like too. For a for a movie that is so consistently called like a foundational like cyberpunk film, it's not. I don't think it's I I don't think it should really be classified as cyberpunk. Personally, yeah, I, I agree with you there, honestly. Because to me, the cyberpunk, all right, we go high tech, low life. We have that in the Matrix. It yeah. is high tech and it's obviously low life, but it's more the Terminator 2 style low life than the dystopian corporate yeah. run. It's cities. more apocalyptic, if yeah. anything, like apocalyptic alien movie yeah. more than There's cyberpunk. not enough neon for me. And yeah. obviously, that's not the definitive factor of what is cyberpunk versus what isn't, but. Uh, also, yes, it is. There's also not enough low-grade wearable tech for it to be yeah, cyberpunk. Yeah, you don't have the body modifications, really, except for the Jack and Anne. Yeah, but the alien, the, the machines did that to you. Yeah, and it's, I don't know. I, and then they have, like, the big mech suits that they can get into, but that's about it. Yeah, it's just not, it doesn't have the same flair that a real cyberpunk like Blade Runner or... Yeah, it's nothing know. like uh, Cyberpunk 2077. No, definitely not. It's, it's, much a, better it's a much different type there. of dystopia. And yeah, that yeah, like you said, that's not even really dystopic. It's it's just sort of apocalyptic. Yeah, it's 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 after the apocalypse. It's yeah. after the, the Third World War. Like, it's... It's fun stuff. And uh, obviously, anytime Keanu Reeves is, is pretty... He's pretty tied to cyberpunk just in general, even beyond the matrix is like Johnny mnemonic, you know, which that, uh, that's a great movie. Johnny mnemonic in theaters 25 years ago, <laughs> whatever. But like, uh, I think it, as you were saying, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's not going to be world changing. I am interested to see if like, like I said, that original matrix, they, they invented movie making techniques. Well, it, that the, the matrix, I bet we could, you know, go back and and look at all the films that came after The Matrix, and you can clearly see how influential Correct. it was. I mean, to, we got some bad Matrix ripoffs, and also some good ones, and some that weren't even really ripoffs. Like, uh, did you ever see Equilibrium with Christian Bale? I love Equilibrium. That's a great movie. It's Sean so Bean, good, uh, and that used some matrix kind of style fighting but i the, i was obsessed the with the gun kata for a long the gun time it's great yeah that was such a fun movie and honestly i kind of prefer that world that is more cyberpunk to me yeah except it doesn't really have the punk aspect, yeah yeah exactly um, it's more just future yeah i mean it's definitely dystopia dystopian yeah, future yeah you're not allowed to have feelings you have to take a shot every day to not have feelings uh but that's a great movie um but some of them you know it's always the danger like what's gonna hold up from your your childhood, I used to love Boondock Saints, and I'm terrified oh. to rewatch Boondock Saints right now because I, I just know. don't. And they're coming out with a third one. Are they? They are. They they announced the third one is being. It's like in production right now. If they I'm not just mistaken. didn't learn their lesson from the second one. I know the second one was. I the first one is like a staple of my childhood. Mm -hmm. I learned that I should not use the term rule of thumb from the opening of that movie <laughs> Everyone alone. did. That's what I'm saying. Like Everyone so did. many good, so many good scenes where he shoots the cat, man. Oh. Willem Dafoe so is incredible in that movie too. Yeah. Like, I, oh yeah. As the, as the, the FBI, fan. as the FBI agent. Yeah. Oh man. He was great. You know. And that's when, that was before it was socially acceptable to be the gay guy on a movie. Well, I, yeah, it wasn't as common for, it was, what was interesting is it was that when was, that was coming out, when it was finally becoming acceptable 
he wasn't a stereotype. He wasn't a gay stereotype. He was yeah. a gay character, but wasn't like a, a, a well, yeah, he wasn't a gay, a gay stereotype. He wasn't, flam- he wasn't a flamboyant stereotype, and it exactly. wasn't like essential to his character yeah. necessarily. Exactly, you know, it was a sort of side aspect to the character, but he was already sort of a a, a an individualistic kind of guy or an eccentric kind of guy with the way he was listening to the music. And I mean, of course the, yeah. it's iconic. It's an iconic. The whole movie is, they uh, call that namiology. <laughs> <laughs> I like I said, so we'll, much we'll of that movie to, is my childhood. We'll have to do, do another, you know, deep dive review and see if it, see if it holds up. I bet the first one would still hold up because it's our childhood. If we had never seen it to begin with, it probably wouldn't hold up. Well, the problem is the 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 whole learning and growing aspect. Probably some of the politics I'm expecting to oh, not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the action scenes and everything will be just as fine as they were before, but I'm, I'm thinking we might have a little bit different <laughs> attitude towards, you know, just murdering criminals these days. Because, you know, uh, how do you know when you're finished? <laughs> how do you know if they're really guilty? This is some of the problems we get into with some vigilante justice when the goal is just shoot everybody. Maybe let's not shoot everybody. Sort it out know. later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. But yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. So uh, we got Spider-Man coming soon. Look, probably next week. Yeah, right? next week, Our definitely. next episode, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Review. And not too long after that, we are definitely going to be going into Hawkeye, the full dive. Once that last episode's out, we are definitely going to be covering that. We'll cover the last two episodes of Hawkeye. That'll run us right up into uh, the end of the year. And then we'll do our end of the year recap as we do every year. And by that, I mean for the first time. Every year. Every year we do it now once. For the first time. Yes. So we're going to do that. And then we're going to look forward to the future well we might have some matrix in between there doesn't it come out in december it comes out maybe in december right? we'll see or maybe that'll be the maybe that'll first be the first episode. of the new year if you're lucky yeah we'll have to we'll have to see what our our recording schedules look like because obviously i mean this with the massive crew that we have to get together to put this show yeah on. Hey, sound guy check the sound check yeah the sound. check the sound sound, sound guy. guy hey well <laughs> that director you know, oh, he's always man. making jokes. Always on our balls. Yeah. So if we can get everybody together and force them to work without pay over the holidays, we'll be back doing that. Yeah, sure we will. But hey, from all of us here at Unsolicited Conjecture, we just like to say that. <laughs> all uh, of us. Yeah, from all of us. The crew, the whole crew and us. And and uh, all the, the people working back at the home office. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the production crew, the production teams, and uh, don't forget our our Gladys, our, <laughs> our makeup uh, person. We don't have one of those. But from all of us at Unsolicited Conjecture, remember, the show's over. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Music. <laughs>